and welcome to A Greater You Show. And I'm your host, Dr. Anthony L. Gann, here on intellectualradio.com, where the station where we feed your brain. So again, I'm going to do my small part here to help feed your brain, give you some good information, help you uh, be better and do better in what you're doing in regards to your life. So again, uh, Intellectual Radio, we are iHeart Station. You can hear us on Spreaker, all of your uh, platforms in regards to uh, podcasts and things of that nature. So uh, tune in. We have a lot of good shows here on intellectualradio.com. So I'm glad to be here again, and we have uh, been discussing uh, the topic of habits based on the book you see here, uh, My Habits Rule. And again, we'll be doing some more things on that. And we talked a lot about habits, obviously, the last couple of sessions. So this is part three. And I'd like to do a recap of what we already discussed so far, so you can just catch up for those who might be new to this particular one, so they can understand where we are and where we're going from this point on. So we're talking about habits, and in the first session, uh, part one, we talked about how your habits, you do your habits all the time, they're your normal, they're what you do regularly, uh, they are, they, they, your habits are going to have an impact on who you will be and what you will have. So if you don't like who you have become, then you need to take a look at your habits and change them. If you don't like what you have, then again, you need to take a look at your habits and change those. So habits are nothing more than your behavior. So we learned that uh, pretty much, and that was the emphasis on the uh, part one and how your, you know, your habits also create a lifestyle. And the habits that you do will connect you to the lifestyle that's connected to the habit. So if you do bad habits, they'll connect you to a bad lifestyle. And you do good habits, they'll connect you to a good lifestyle. So that's pretty much what's the foundation of what we talked about in part one. Part two, uh, we discussed that there are laws to habits. And, you know, there are 14 different laws to habits. Obviously, we're not going to go over all 14 in the ses these sessions here. However, that they are, all 14 are in the book. And we talked about your uh, mode of operandus, uh, how your life is being operated, or how the operation of your life is being operated by the habits that you do. You're making a model, and a model is a shape, and it's shaping your life. So your habits are shaping your life, so you are a life shaper. So if you don't like the way your life is shaped, then it probably has something to do with the habits that you're doing. And if you want it to shape differently or better, then you need to do better habits or do good habits so you can have it shaped into a good lifestyle. So we discussed a lot about how your habits build your life, the word habits. It's the root word to the word habitat, and habitat is where you live. You and I live in our habits. Uh, everywhere you go, you take your habits with you. That's why you have the same situations because your habits will build a seat for you to sit your life on. And you have the same type of situations everywhere you go because you're doing the same type of habits everywhere you go. Now, we do know that we don't do all our habits all every day, but every day we do all, all some of our habits all the time. So you need to take a look at the habits that you're doing. So we talked about how your habits build your life, how you introduce the habits by other people, and you're passing on your habits, and they're passing on their habits to you. And those are things that you have to actually look at and that your habit will create your environments that you'll live in and create a family of habits as well. So that's some of the things we talked about in Chapter 2 quite a bit, right? And uh, I did kind of touch on some, the law of pleasure, and I talked on some other laws as well. So we talked about the law, again, last week, uh, the law of compounding, which is building behavior. And every day you're building either, either good behavior or bad behavior, and the law of compounding will make sure you do one or the other. Now, today... The foundation that we would speak on, the, the law that we use, and the foundation of today's show is based off uh, Lesson 17, uh, 17 chapters or 17 lessons in the book. And uh, that's the last lesson, obviously. But, you know, we're going throughout the book, and we're not going in a, any particular order. Because one thing you realize about the laws of habit, there's no hierarchy with them. They all are important. They all are connected. And they all can determine whether or not you're going to live a good life or a bad life based on what type of habits you do. So the, we're talking about the... You know, chapter 17, and we're going to discuss today the law of enforcement. And the law of enforcement is uh, strengthening behavior. And every day you're strengthening good behavior or bad behavior, and the law of enforcement will make sure you do one or the other. So since you're doing these habits all the time, you are enforcing them. Now, since we're talking about laws, like I said last week, we were saying some things about Laws or rules. That's why we said that's why the book is named My Habits Rule, because your law, your habits move, rule you. They're your laws. Now, with laws, let's let's see. Is, this is not to be political or anything like that, but I want to try to help you with something. Your laws are policies. When you have laws of a country, laws of a nation, city, or whatever, they're policies that 
you live by, or these are policies about the laws that you have. Well, you have policies too. See, their guidelines, the way you're living your life, is a guideline to the way that you're living your life, and their policies. They're your own personal policies that you have set up because of the habits that you do. And because you have these habits, then you're setting up these policies. And there's a sister word to the word policy, which is police. And the purpose of the police is, uh, one purpose is to enforce the policies. Where your habits are policing you around every day of the week. They are enforcing a lifestyle on you based on what type of habits you do. So if you're doing good habits, then your good habits are enforcing. They are policing you around to make sure that you live a good life. However, if you're doing bad habits, they are enforcing or policing you around so that you can live a bad life. Now, that's pretty interesting because, again, we talked about how your habits rule your life. You're building this behavior. You know, what you re who you become has a lot to do with the habits that you do. What you have will have a lot to do with the habits that you do. So if the law of enforcement is strengthening behavior. So this is how we get better at doing what we do. Whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, you're going to get better at doing it. And the better you get at doing it, then the stronger you're going to get at doing it. Then you're going to get stronger in the lifestyle because you keep doing or you've gotten better at doing the habit that you're doing. If you want to get better at anything you do, you would do that automatically by doing it. See, so here's the thing. You have to make a mandate on yourself to do good habits. If you don't make a mandate on yourself to do good habits, it's very highly likely that you're going to probably do bad habits most of the time, meaning that you're going to enforce a bad lifestyle on you most of the time. This is why you can't escape a bad lifestyle any other way than by doing good habits. Now, you heard me say this in part one, part two. You're going to hear me say this again in part three. I'm sure I'm going to say it in other parts, too, that good habits will not allow you to live a bad life. And bad habits will not allow you to live a good life. If you're doing a bunch of bad habits, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but I guarantee you that those bad habits will not let you live a good lifestyle. If you're doing a good, a bunch of good habits, I guarantee you they would prevent you from living a bad lifestyle. Now, again, I don't want you confused living a bad lifestyle with bad things happening in life. Because some things in life, some bad stuff just happen to all of us in life, out of your control. However, most of the things that happen bad to us in our lives have a lot to do with the habits that we're doing that's bad. So you're going to strengthen these habits, right? So you're strengthening these habits. Now, here's the reality. Some habits you have going on, you have had for a long time. We all have. Only people that don't have a 10-year habit are people that's not 10 years old, <laughs> right? If you're an adult, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, you have some habits that you've been doing a while. Some of those could be good, and some of those can be bad. And you are in a fight every day, or I should say your good habits are fighting against your bad habits every day, and your bad habits are fighting against your good habits every day. So here's what I mean. Since you're in a fight, and let's suppose you had 100 people on your side. You're ready to go into a fight, you had 100 people on your side. And the other side had 10 people. Now, if I ask you, would you feel pretty confident about the scenario of this fight? You got 100, and the other side has 10. You may say, I feel pretty confident that I'm going to win this fight. I mean, 100 to 10, that's 10 to 1. You know, I think we're going to do okay, 10 to 1. Now, let me put this part in the scenario. Let's put, say, for instance, the 100 people that you have on your side are two-year-old boys. And the 10 people on the other side are 30-year-old men. Now, do you think that you're going to win this fight? Right? <laughs> you say, oh, you know, you have more people, you probably won't win the fight. Well, that's how it goes sometimes when we have bad habits. This is why a lot of people give up on trying to do good habits because they say, listen, I got a 20-year-old habit here, 10-year-old habit, a 35-year-old habit that's bad. So then here comes someone like me introducing to you, hey, do good habits and things of that nature. And you said, man, I've been doing that good habit for like six months. Well, yeah, you're in a fight. So here's the thing. The way that you get rid of bad, a bad lifestyle and get rid of bad habits, habits can only get as big if you keep feeding them. In other words, if you keep doing the habit, the habit keeps getting stronger and stronger. However, the opposite of strong is weak. If you stop doing the habits, the, the habits will get weaker and weaker, meaning that the lifestyle will get weaker and weaker. Now, this works whether it's a good lifestyle or a bad lifestyle. It works just the same. So if you have bad habits and you stop doing the bad habits, you will get weaker in a bad lifestyle, meaning that you're going to get stronger in a good lifestyle. 
Why? Because you're going to do something all the time. Either you're going to do a good habit or a bad habit. And the more good habits that you do, yeah, I know they start off small. I know you say you got to lose 100 pounds and it doesn't look like anything is happening because you did two jumping jacks. You know, I know that you now you ate one salad. You think, well, see, I haven't lost any weight. I know you haven't lost any weight, but what you're doing, you stuck yourself in a good lifestyle. Now, yeah, tomorrow you're going to have to do two more jumping jacks. You might have to eat another salad. You, you're trying to make this a lifestyle. Now, if you starve the bad life, a bad life, that means you are feeding a good life. A good life is getting stronger, meaning that you're getting stronger as a person in that lifestyle. And then this is why these habits will carry on and go to other parts of your life. Now, you may say, that sounds good in theory. However, let me share this, which is even better in practice, right? But you have to practice doing the good habit because the mo what should be most important for you is being in a good lifestyle. If being in a good lifestyle is very important for you to live, regardless to your age, regardless to your gender, regardless of what happened in your past, then that means that a good lifestyle is going to be predicated on you doing good habits. You can do a, have a whole bad raggedy last 20 years, and it happens to a whole lot of us, right? That does not mean you can't have a good day, right? You can do a good habit today. You can do five good habits today, as many as you want today. And then you carry that on and do those same two, three, four good habits tomorrow. I know this sounds kind of elementary, but the reality is when you do good habits, you are stuck, you have stuck yourself in a good lifestyle. You have inserted yourself in there. And this is what the, uh, the law of enforcement actually do. See, if you look at the word enforcement, it's E-N means I-N, in force. See, habits will force you into a lifestyle. This is why it's imperative that you know that, that you're forced into a lifestyle when you do bad habits. You're not forced by people. You're not forced by, you know, anyone you know. You're forced by the habit to live that lifestyle. Well, if that works for a bad habit, to be forced by doing a bad habit and force me into a bad lifestyle, if that same law works for good habits. If you do good habits, it forces you into a good lifestyle. Now, that's good to know because that means that I can wake up today and start doing good habits somewhere in my life. Yeah, I know I have some raggedy health habits, but maybe I can do something good in my finance. Okay, I got raggedy financial uh, habits. Maybe I can do something with my career. Maybe I got raggedy career habits, right? I can find something in some area of my life that I can start doing a good habit in. It may be in a relationship. It may be uh, in, in some spiritual life. It may be in something, but it's some area of my life that I can start doing a good habit right now today. And then I build on that and strengthen that habit, and it'll help me strengthen other habits. Because remember what we shared last week, that every habit, birth habits, just like it. So once I start doing habits, I just need to keep doing as many good habits as I can. If I only know two good habits to do, I need to try to do those as often as I can. If I have to do them 10 times a day, fine. Whatever it needs, I just need to keep doing good habits so I can birth more good habits, so I can strengthen the good habits that's already there and birth habits as more habits so they can compound on each other so I can build me a good lifestyle. That's the scenario that we want to do, and that's the scenario that you want to take in the way that you look at good habits. Now, the, the law of enforcement could almost be considered as well the law of reinforcement. See, when you reinforce something, you're solidifying something. You're fortifying something. So when you do a habit, you are solidifying a lifestyle for you to live. Solid means hard, right? I mean, like cement. It's there. Well, see, the more you do a habit, you're solidifying the lifestyle that's connected to the habit you just done. So now you have to ask yourself, how solid do I want to have a good lifestyle? Well, that's going to be predicated on you doing good habits. Because if you're not doing good habits, remember, you're going to be doing bad habits. So here's the thing. So how do you know? See, one of the questions that were posed to me over the week is that you need to tell me what good habits to do, <laughs> right? And uh, tell me what bad habits to stop doing. So uh, there's a lot of good habits and bad habits, right? There's <laughs> a lot of habits. So here's, a, here's a, and I've talked to that person personally, and here's what I share to people all the time when it comes to habits, right? That do you know when you tell a person to stop doing a bad habit, you, you are in for a real fight. Because bad habits become so familiar to us. We get cuddled up with these bad habits. We get cozy with these bad habits. These are our best friends, man. I'm telling you, we love these bad habits, <laughs> right? So when people tell folks, Stop drinking alcohol. Stop using drugs. Stop, you know, eating up everything you see. Stop lying. Stop cheating, right? People want to defend that. 
because people don't like you telling them what to stop doing something, <laughs> right? You know, even though they have messed up three new cars, they ran into walls because of DUIs and lost four jobs because they can't work with these companies because they don't have a car, they still will fight you on the habit. And the first thing they say, hey, man, nobody's perfect. I don't know why you're tripping with me. Nobody's perfect. Everybody got problems. Everybody got issues. And here's the reality. They are correct. They are absolutely right about that. No one is perfect. Everybody do have problems. Everybody do have issues. However, we don't need to keep self-inflicting problems on ourselves just because we're not perfect, right? Like I stated last session, just because we're not perfect don't mean I have to live a bad life just because I'm not perfect. Just, I don't have to live a bad lifestyle just because I'm not perfect. I can still live a good lifestyle even though I'm not perfect. That's something that we need to take into account. So you are reinforcing these habits. So here's how you can look at it, right? If I if, if I ask you to just say, for instance, uh, we just use um, alcohol. Nothing against alcohol for those who want to drink. That's y'all thing, right? Here's the thing. People that want to drink, that's cool. But I'm just using this as an example, so not to come against anybody. So just suppose that any habit that you do, someone said is a law that you had to do that habit this year for the next 12 months. You have to do that habit 1,000 times this year in the next 12 months. And you say, okay, that's cool. So that means you have to do this habit about three times a day, right? You say, okay, that's cool. So if you drank a shot of alcohol three times a day and you did that every day, how do you think your life will turn out in the year? How do you think that's going to work? For you? you say, well, hey, I still, I'm, I'm good. That's what I do right now, right? <laughs> I'm good. I still function. Okay, let's say the second year. They said you have to do that habit 2,000 times this year. That means you have to take six shots a day. All right? You said, well, I do that already too, right? <laughs> so, so how would your life turn out after two years taking six shots a day? You said, man, I might be in a little trouble, right? You might mess up a couple of relationships. Okay, but you said you're good. You're not handling that. Let's say for the third year, you got to do that habit 3,000 times that year. That means you got to do that habit nine times a day. Now, that's a lot, right? Well, of course, you're going to mess up your life doing that habit nine times a day. Well, see, this is how you look at all habits, right? If Now, let's, let's turn that around and say it's a good habit. You did two jumping jacks every day. You had to do that two jumping jacks three times a day. You said don't do nothing for me, but you did, you know, three a day. You know, you did that every day. And you did that 2,000 times the next year and 3,000 times the next year and 4,000 times the next year. See how you get stronger in the habit? Well, eventually, you'll probably be in some good shape. Not because... You did, you know, 2,000 jumping jacks at one time. You just did this every day. It became a habit for you. You save a dollar every day, $5 every day, or $10 every week, right? You did that every day, every week for like about 50 weeks. You said, I only saved $500. Well, yeah, you did that every every year for 10 years. You got about 5000 right? And so I know that sounds small, but that's how habits get bigger and you get stronger. And the reality is you'll get past $10. You start doing $20, $50, right? Same thing with alcohol you start do, drinking more. Or same thing with the jumping jacks. You'll start doing more, right? Whatever that habit is, you'll do more of it. So that's how you start evaluating whether or not the habit is good for me or not. Now, I understand doing all things in moderation. However, that's not what I'm referring to here. But what I'm saying is that you take an assessment, which is the law of examining. You take an assessment of the habits that you have and see if they're doing something good to your life. And if, if they're doing something good for you. If they're not doing something good to you or good for you, then here's the reality. It may be something I need not do anymore, right? In order for you to improve your life, you need to remove bad habits from your life. It's kind of hard to improve your life doing bad habits. It's pretty easy to improve your life by doing good ones. And regardless of what size the good ones are, you need to know that a good lifestyle is something I want to live. So that's the law of, of enforcement. Obviously, that's some of the things, right? It solidifies, it fortifies. When just say, for instance, there's a flood coming or whatever. People are trying to fortify a, a wall or whatever. That means they're trying to strengthen the wall. They're putting the wall is already strong. They're trying to put some reinforcement behind the wall so the wall really will stay up there. Or whatever you're trying to reinforce, right? That's what a habit does. It's trying to say, this lifestyle is already what you're in. And I'm trying to reinforce it by doing this habit that I'm doing. Again, that's good if you're doing good habits. That's why it's imperative that you want to do a lot of good habits all the time. And see, that's kind of go connected with. The law of allowing. And the law of allowing is permitted behavior, right? See, you permit yourself to do or you allow yourself to do certain habits. I allow myself to do certain habits. Now, here's what you need to understand. 
when you permit yourself to do a habit, you have now just submitted yourself to the lifestyle. Sub means under. To sin, admit means to sin. You have sent yourself under the lifestyle because you have actually submitted or permitted yourself to do the habit. So you need to understand that, wait a minute, I can submit myself to a good lifestyle if I allow or permit myself to do a good habit. Now I'm actually in a different lifestyle, not because I'm better than anyone else. It's all because I did a better habit than a bad habit. I did a good habit. And that put me in a better situation. And good habits will always put you in better situations. See, most of the trouble that you are in, that I am in or got in before in life, has been probably done because of doing bad habits. See, bad habits are pretty consistent at getting you into trouble. Bad habits don't usually do a pretty good job at getting you out of trouble, <laughs> right? Good habits will get you out of trouble, and bad habits will get you into trouble. And if you want to get out of trouble, get out of a, a troubled life or a troubled situation, then you need to start doing good habits because that's the only way you're going to really get out is by doing good habits, right? You can't do bad habits and get out of trouble. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen, right? So that means that you have to realize that allowing myself to do good habits is putting myself in a position, and I said that this last week with the, similar to the law of choice, that you are placing yourself in a lifestyle because you are placing habits into your life. See, the reality is every day you wake up, Every hour you're alive, you have this hour, right? Whatever that hour is, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock. So you have, that's time in your life. You're filling in space in your life. The time you're putting, the time you have is giving you an opportunity to fill it up or fill that space up with doing something, right? You're doing something. Now we have to ask ourselves, what am I doing? When I find out what I'm doing, then that's what I'm putting into that space. Now, that's the law of placement. Now, the law of placement is important. Why is it important? Because eventually the law of placement turns into the law of replacement. You are substituting one habit for another habit, meaning when you make this substitution, you are also substituting one lifestyle for another lifestyle. This is one reason why I said in this first session that we did, no habit that you have is permanent. None. No habit is permanent. Whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, they're all temporary. This is why you can change your life if you're living a bad life because the habits that you're doing are temporary. They're not permanent just because you did them five times. They're not permanent just because you did it for 10 years. This is good and bad. Just because you had 10 years of raggedy living does not mean that you are subjected to have to live the next 50 years to live raggedy. No, 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 no. That not, it's true that you had those 10 years that were raggedy. But because the law is the, the law of placement is replacement, that means the law is temporary, then that means that I can actually do a different law. I can do a different habit. I can do something different than I did yesterday. I can do something different than I did five hours ago. I can do something different than I did 20 minutes ago. If I choose to do something different. If I don't choose to do anything different, then that means the law of replacement won't be, be the law of replacement. Because I won't replace anything. I would actually establish something. That's what the law of placement is. It's establishing behavior. Anything that's established means it's going to be there a while, but it's still temporary. Once you understand that all habits are temporary, then this won't this will make you this will humble you. Because sometimes we could be doing good habits. You know, you've been saving money pretty good for the last two years, so you get a little harder. See, I've been saving money. Y'all just need to do something better with y'all money because I'm the best saving whole wide world. Right? And you might be doing pretty good for that within that last two years. Hey, we applaud you for the last two years. But you know what? Just like you did it for the last two years, because it's not permanent, it's temporary, you can start doing bad money habits, and those last two years you have can be a distant memory. Because the last five years, they all turned bad. See, this, see, this the law of placement will help keep you humble. However, it will also give you hope that I don't have to keep living this bad, even though I've been living this bad. <laughs> right? And it also, again, keep you humble. Just because I've been living this good doesn't mean that I need to stop doing what I'm doing. In order for me to live better, I need to keep doing these good habits. So then it won't make sure that you won't look at people just because they're going through a bad time in life. And you may say, well, they've been doing that for 30 years. Well, that's true. That's a long time to do something bad, right? However, it, you have to know that they can do something good, and they don't believe they can. 
And a lot of times, again, the older people get, the less they believe they can change, right? The older they get, the less they believe they can change their life. Not because they're getting older, because a lot of times we've been doing these bad habits for so long, we are just convinced that, hey, you know what? I tried losing weight before. You don't understand. That's nothing works for me. Hey, man, I tried to stop smoking. Man. You don't understand. Nothing works for me. I, I tried to stop cheating on my, my husbands or wives or girlfriends or boyfriends. You just don't understand, right? I got a problem, right? You know what I'm saying? And the truth of the matter is, there are problems when you can't do the right thing. That is a problem. That's why you need help, and you have to actually concentrate on actually doing some good habits. And you, this is why I, I share with you in session one that you need to write down some of the good habits that you do. Also, you need to write down some good habits you want to do. Sometimes you can see some people that have some good habits. You may not have them. Uh, sometimes, you know, you're driving by a park and you see these people, they're always walking around the park, you know, running or exercising. And even though you don't do that, that's something that you want to do. Well, you need to write that down, too. Now, I'm not saying just because you wrote it down, you're going to start doing it tomorrow. But you need to see good habits on, on some type of paper or something so you can know the, what good habits you're doing. Because, again, like I emphasized in part one as well as part two, you are doing some good habits. Everything you do or doing is not bad. There are a lot of good habits that you are doing right now. But we never list these good habits. We never put them on paper because we think the little good the good habits that I'm doing is so small, it's so insignificant that it really doesn't mean anything. And see, that's see that's a habit thinking that what you do don't mean anything, right? That's a habit too. Those habits that you do are good; they mean something. See, here's the thing. To just backtrack just a little on the law of enforcement and the strengthening behavior, right? The reality is the habits you do. They're the roots to your life. And the branches that you have, or I mean the lifestyle that you have, are the branches to your life. Very few people see the roots of anything. A whole lot of people see the branches of everything, right? And our lifestyle is the branch. That's the style we have on our life. That's why people say, ooh, you got a bad, ooh, your life ugly. Ooh, your life pretty. You know, they, they go with that because they're looking at the branches of our life. But see, the reality is a good, strong wind can knock the branches off a tree. But it takes a really strong wind to pull a tree out the, out the ground because the roots are stronger. This is why you need to focus on doing as many good habits as you can and you keep doing them because you are strengthening the roots of that habit, especially if they're good. That means that when those storms of life come, because they are going to come. I know that, that may not sound too positive to some people, but the storms of life are going to come. And if you have a lot of good, strong roots and good habits, when the storm comes, it may not uproot you. Might knock off some of those branches, though, <laughs> right? It may do a lot of that. You may you had your favorite branch might be across the street, right? Because you know, in other words, when the storms of life come, and it may be for you know financial storm. Yeah, you might not keep the, the fancy car you had, but that don't mean you still took all your money and blew it at the boat, right? Because of the fact that you said, you know what, I might have less money now. That my job has been cut. I have getting less hours, but you didn't go out there and get frivolous and start doing bad habits just because you're making a thousand dollars less or five thousand dollars less. You still had your rooted habits that you were going to budget your money. You still was going to make sure you took care of what you could take care of, and you was going to make sure you had food in your refrigerator, or whatever it may be. Right? You're going to make sure the roots to that lifestyle was intact. This is why the law of enforcement is so important. It strengthens it strengthens the lifestyle that you have. It, you know, not only are you building, you're strengthening. Not only are you building and strengthening, you are submitting, right? You're allowing things, right? Not only are you building, strengthening, and allowing, you are doing so many other things in, in regards to your life, making sure you live a good life. Those are things that you need to make sure happens as often as possible. So let's, let's, let's go a little bit forward. So I, I'm strengthening these behaviors. I have these behaviors that I'm doing. Uh, I see that I'm making progress because one of the best habits that have happened for me, now this may not happen for everybody else, is that a reading habit. See, people say, man, you're just saying that because you write books. Now, I just want to keep, let you know this. Before I started writing books, I was reading books. And I have been reading books longer than I've been writing books. <laughs> okay, so that's a habit that I had to pick up when I was a younger guy. And I've been, that's been a habit that I've had for well over 30 years. I did not start with that habit 
I wasn't the smart guy in school. None of that stuff. So no one can tell you that went to school with me. I always had a book with me. Nobody asked to cheat off my test. Trust me. Right? They weren't asking things like that. Right? Because that's not where I was. But a law it's a law called the law of opposite. And the law of opposite kicked into my life. And the law of opposite is different behavior. I had to take a look at the habits I was doing. And all I started doing was the opposite. If you're going the wrong way, just do the opposite. You find out you'll be going the right way. Right? I started doing the opposite. Instead of spending money on uh, frivolous things, I started spending money on books. Same 20 bucks, but the $20 was went to something else other than to me going out partying, so to speak. That's just where I was at the time, right? So I started doing something opposite than what I was doing. Well, I wasn't a reader. So I figured maybe I'll just, you know, start reading the book and see what I can do. It's gonna maybe it's probably gonna take me forever. And for me, it seemed like it took me forever, right? And then I read another book. Then I read the book that I read once, read it again, right? That was pretty good. Then I read another book. Next thing I know, I read another book, then read another book, then bought three books, then bought five books, then went to book fairs. Next thing I know, I had this library of books and I was always reading. It became a habit for me. And it became one of the best habits that I've had for 30 plus years. So that means that I, I got more knowledgeable about things. I got more understanding about things. I got more informed about things. Not because I'm better than anybody else. It's because I picked up a habit called reading. Right? Well, same thing with some people. Some people you may see and you say, oh, wow, they, they got a good figure. They're in good shape. Right? You didn't see them 15 years ago when they were kind of out of shape. You didn't see them when they were 200 pounds. You caught them when they were 140. And he said, wow, ever since I knew her, she's been 140 pounds. Yeah, but see, if you caught her 10, 15, 20 years ago, she was 250, right? Nothing wrong with being 250 if that's what you want to be. But she didn't like being 250, or he didn't like being 250. So you caught them now and said, wow, look at them. But one of the best habits they probably got was a health habit. And they have stayed healthy for 20, 30 years, 15 years. And if you said the same stuff they do now, they can tell you they did this 10 years ago. They may have taken vitamins in. They got jump ropes and all types of stuff, right? They have a whole lot of different things. They worked at the health club then. They were personal trainers. Now, all those things happen not because they're better than you. Something happened in their life to help them to want to get healthier. Same thing with people you may see that might be very spiritually, you know, deep or whatever, right? And he said, man, that person, man, they know all the scriptures in the Bible, right? Well, at the time, they probably didn't know how to spell Bible. You understand what I'm saying? So now they've been studying that. They did that. 10, 15, 20 years, that's a habit that they develop. And this is what I'm trying to share with you, that every habit that you develop, that you strengthen, well, because I got better at reading, it helped me get better in some other areas in my life. Because now I had this one habit in reading, it helped me get better at some things with finances, because I was raggedy with money. I don't know about none of y'all, but I was terrible with money. I mean, money, as quick as I got it, it was gone. I was that guy. Like, man, didn't you get paid today? I think I don't think so because I ain't see the money. Right? I, mean, I think that's the day I'm supposed to get paid. That's how quick money was leaving my life because I had a bad habit with finances. Then I started reading. Saying we got a reading habit. Then I read, read a couple of books on finances. And then I got better with finances. The habit started getting better over there. I had a bad health habit. Didn't exercise. Didn't want to even spell the word exercise, right? Now, I'm not the healthiest dude on the planet, so I'm not coming off that way. But that, then I started exercising. You know, I, I ran a 26-mile marathon before, right? That didn't happen overnight, right? But that happened later on after I got good at a reading habit. What I'm trying to tell you is that these habits progress, and they give you more confidence that you can do another good habit in another area of your life because it's strengthening behavior. And you're strengthening behavior in one area of your life, then it helps you strengthen a behavior in another area of your life. And then you strengthen another behavior in another area. And this is what ends up happening. Because now you start connecting with other people that have good habits in other areas of their life, maybe where you don't have them. And see, then these habits, you say, oh, okay, that's what they do. Okay, good. Maybe I'll start doing that. Maybe I'll break it down to a scale that I can do, right? Maybe I, I'm not going to lift 400 pounds. Maybe I can lift 40. You get what I'm saying? I would break it down to where I am. And then it turns into a habit for you, too. That's the same thing that happens in any area of our life. A lot of times we don't know that because, see, we want to change our life in an instant. You know, we, we want to live these microwave lives 
I've been doing bad so long. Can I hit two or three buttons and change my life overnight? And the answer is no. You can change the direction or the decision. You make a decision. Uh-oh, I'm going the wrong way. You can make that instantly. I'm going to go the right way. However, you're still 100 miles away from where you need to go because you got to almost backtrack. Let's use distance, for instance. If you were going, I'm in Chicago. That's where I stay, right? So I'm in Chicago. And just say, for instance, I want to go to California. I'm going to drive my vehicle to California. And I look up, and next thing I know, I'm in Indiana, right? And I keep driving, and I find myself in Ohio, <laughs> right? I keep driving a little further, I find myself in Pennsylvania. Now, you, But I'm telling you, I'm trying to get to California. Now, if you notice, all those states are east of Chicago or Illinois. If I want to actually get to California, I need to be going west. I need to go see some of those. So I can find out I'm in Pennsylvania, and I say, you know what? I'm going the wrong way, right? I made the, I'm turning around so I can get to California. Now, I can make that decision like that instantly. But the fact is, when I get off the exit and turn back around, I'm still in Pennsylvania. I still got to go back through Pennsylvania. I got to go back through Ohio. I got to go back through Indiana and then get back to Illinois. And really, it's my starting point so I can get to California. That's how it is in life sometimes. Yeah, you might have been doing habits for the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, you might want to change your life. You just have to start where you start. Make the decision to start. And then you start right there at that point. And then you start driving to California, so to speak. Driving back to the place you want to go. But the moment I made the decision to turn around, do you know I was headed back to a good lifestyle, even though I am three states over? I'm still on, I'm still on the, the right path. I'm going west now. That's what I wanted to do, go west from the beginning. Well, you want to go get into a good lifestyle. The moment you start doing good habits, you are going into a good lifestyle. You are on the road to a good lifestyle. Now your routine will change. You will do different habits. Your routine will change. What do I mean by that? Your routine, the root word to routine is route. You show me your routine, you just show me your route. The routine you have will determine the route you will be on. You got a bad routine, you're on a bad route. You're going to get into a bad lifestyle, you're going to go deeper into a bad life, it's going to get stronger, you're going to build it higher, you're going to build it wide, wider. Why? Because of the fact that just your routine is bad. Same on the other side. You show me your routine that's good, you're on a good route. That means it's going to get stronger. It's going to get bigger. You're going to build it bigger. You're going to build it wider. Why? Because you are on your routine are good habits. Your thing is, and your responsibility for yourself, and your responsibility to yourself, is to start developing a good routine of habits. Why? That will put you on a good route, even if you have done something bad for the last 10 years. Even if you have been off track for the last 15 years. Once you start doing these good habits and put yourself on a good route or doing a good routine, the route you on is good. Okay, somebody may have got to California and start at the same time you started and they got there three years soon. Hey, that's cool. That's, that's, that's all right because you're not in competition with anybody. You're just trying to avoid living a bad life and you're trying to make sure you obtain living a good life. And you're doing that by doing good habits. Okay, we applaud those people. They started off good. They've been good since they popped out the womb. They ain't never done nothing wrong in their life. They, been, they started off, they went to high school and college and got all the degrees they needed to get. They married the right person and all that. Had big old family. They did everything right. I know we got some of those people on, in, on the planet. Well, that ain't my world. That's not how I came up. I did a whole lot of things wrong. That's just my life. Now, I messed up a whole lot. I didn't do everything right. So that means I had to backtrack. I had to learn some things. I couldn't go out and spend that $20. I had to try to read a book. I had to take that time and do something different with the time. You're going to have to do the same thing, right? You're going to have to take time to learn from people like you're doing now. You're looking at people like me and all these shows on, that we have here on intellectualradio.com, and you're learning different things from different people, right, so that you can get a better routine, so you can get on a different route, so you can stay in a good lifestyle. That's the objective, right? Because here's the truth, right, uh, or fact, I should say. Uh, last week, I talked about a little bit about the law of pleasure. And I said that, you know, a lot of times you know, the law of pleasure has a sister word called pleasant. And you're trying to have, and all of us are trying to have pleasant experiences. This is a pleasant experience for me to share with you, right? See, that's pleasurable. 
I'm having a pleasant, pleasant experience, right? So I have developed the habits to actually be here to talk to you. Something I enjoy doing. It's pleasurable, right? So with that, I said last uh, session that the, the law of pleasure or pleasure itself has a, a root word called please. And every time you do a habit, you're saying, please, I'm asking, requesting nicely for the lifestyle. Now, here's something I want you to share with you as well. When you like something, your life, you know, your lifestyle is nothing but your lifestyle. You like doing those habits. That's why it turns into your lifestyle. And then you keep liking those things a lot. You keep liking them. You like them more. They turn out to be your love style. So your lifestyle is really your love style. Or should I say your love style is your lifestyle all grown up. Right? Because you're having so much fun at it. Right? <laughs> you're pleasurable. Right? Now, it can be bad. and you, But you love it. And it's destroying your life all at the same time. Because I, just like I said earlier, is the habit doing something good to me and for me? If it isn't doing something good to me or for me, then it's probably a habit I shouldn't do. See, here's the thing. A lot of times when you're a parent, you love your children. You might not be a parent. You may say, I love my nieces, nephews, or whatever, right? And if would you tell your niece or nephew, your son or daughter, to do that bad habit you're doing? And the answer for most people is like, no, 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 I wouldn't tell my son or daughter to do this. My niece and nephew, no, I wouldn't want my kid. You wouldn't want the eight-year-old to do that habit that you're doing. Now, if you don't want the 8-year-old, 10-year-old, 15-year-old to do the habits that you're doing, you know what you're saying? These are bad habits. Because why in the world would you not want your 8-year-old niece, nephew, son, daughter, 10-year-old, 15-year-old to do good habits? See, you see what I'm saying? So if you're out there getting drunk every day and you say, okay, you want your 10-year-old to start drinking right now? You say, no, they're too young to drink and get drunk like me. Well, wait, if it's good enough for you, isn't it good enough for them? You say, no, no, I wouldn't want them doing that. You already know you got a bad habit going. But if you say, hey, yeah, I would, I would love for my son or daughter to eat more vegetables because you eat vegetables, right? And even at 10 years old, you want your son or daughter to eat more vegetables? Yeah, it's good for them. Oh, you want them to develop the habit of eating vegetables. Oh, yeah. So it worked for a 10-year-old. It won't hurt them. And I guess it wouldn't hurt a 40-year-old either. See, this is how you evaluate your habits. If it's, it's some things I was doing in my life, I wouldn't want my kids or my children to do, right? I wouldn't want them to do that. So how am I going to, remember last week I told you, you and I are passing along our habits to everyone we come in contact with. We're passing our habits on to our parents, our friends, our children, our children, our, our people across the street, people that work with us. We're passing these habits on to everyone, whether we know it or not. There's nowhere in the world some of the habits that I did in my 20s I, I wanted to pass on to my children at no time. I didn't want to pass it on at two years old, and I didn't want to pass it on, and they're older now in their 20s. I still wouldn't want to give it to them, right? Now, that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I just didn't want to pass on that habit. I don't want them to do the habit I'm doing even better than I'm doing when it's bad. Now, I don't mind them doing good habits better than me. That, hey, that's wonderful. They, you know, I eat one carrot, they eat two. That's fine with me, right? They're doing something better than I'm doing, right? This is the same thing that you want to do, but nobody can make people do habits. So you have to realize you can't make people do habits, and people can't make you do habits. However, you, you still have the law of choice working on your behalf. I want to say something else about please, right? And this goes with the law of pleasure as well as connected with the law of enforcement, right? That you have a, a, another word in the word please, and it's called ease. And bad habits will ease you out of a good life and ease you right into a bad life, right? And good habits will ease you out of a bad life and ease you right into a good life. But here's the thing about it. All habits aren't that easy. But once you start doing them, they get easier to do. They're bad or good, right? It doesn't matter what the habit is. You know, it's very few people, and I'm just using this as an example. They may smoke a cigarette, right? The first time they smoke a cigarette, it wasn't easy. They come, <laughs> you know, they going out, grabbing their chest and everything. But you see them five, ten years later, they can talk to you with a cigarette in their mouth. And you said, wait a minute, now five years ago, you was coughing, almost fell out, <laughs> right? But five years later, because they got more practice at it, they kept doing it. They do it so well now, they can talk to you, drink something at the same time, and have a cigarette in their mouth at the same time. They good, right? Because they got better at the habit. That's what all habits. Again, I'm not trying to offend anybody that smokes cigarettes. I'm just giving you an example to help you see that you're going to get better at every habit you do, good or bad. This is why you need to keep a list of the good habits you do. And you need to keep this list of good habits that you do quite often. 
the better you get at keeping these good habits, then the better you're going to get at living a good lifestyle. And that's why the law of pleasure is so important. That's why the law of uh, enforcement is so important. That's why the law of uh, compounding is so important. These are all laws that's neat. That, again, I didn't go over all 14, but these are laws. And I'm trying to pick, pick so many of them out every session just so you can have an idea of what to expect when you purchase the book or, you know, if you decide to purchase the book or if you take some classes that I do in the future. This is something that you need to know that you are strengthening behavior. So let's, let's, let's look at this in totality, right? Because I, I talked about a lot of different habits, right, in this one than I did in the last two. So here's the thing. You must understand that every day you're strengthening behavior, right? You have to put a mandate on yourself to do good habits. You have to make you do good habits as often as you can so that you can do good habits as often as you can, meaning that you're going to develop a routine of habits because there's a certain route you're going to be on or want to be on so that you can live a good lifestyle. So once you understand that, now you're strengthening behavior. So now you solidify the habits or you are solidifying the habits in your life because you're fortifying the habits at the same time. Again, we're allowing ourselves, remember the law of allowing, if you permit yourself to do the habit, you have just submitted yourself to the lifestyle. You're going to be covered up in this lifestyle. This lifestyle going to have you covered. See, I'm going to show you how simple this is. There are some people you can bump into, you don't even know them. You can meet them in the grocery store, and you can tell by what their, their behavior, what type of lifestyle they're in. Right? You say, man, that, that person at the health club all the time. By the way, they walking, jumping around, jumping all over stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That person energetic, right? They have a good life. They, they might have on certain outfits. They may wear certain things. And because of that, they have submitted to this working at the gym type of lifestyle, right? You can pick this up early because, see, you can, you can see your habits from fall. You know, your life is all, it's always talking. Your life is making a statement all the time. You may not make a statement verbally about what lifestyle you're living, good or bad, but your habits are making statements for you all the time. They're talking or talking or telling on you all the time. I share with you in session one, your habits are always telling you the truth. They're telling you whether you're living a bad life or a good life based on what type of habits they are. You can lie to yourself all day long doing a bunch of bad habits and say, I'm, I'm all good, I'm good. No, you're not good. Bad habits don't do nothing good for you, right? They do something bad for you all the time. Once you understand that, once you realize that, once you understand that and make that part of your life, that I need to do good habits all the time. I need to do good habits in my finances. I need to do good habits in my career. I need to do good habits in my relationships. I need to do good habits with my health. I need to do good habits as often as I can. Then you put yourself on a different route. Then you live in a good lifestyle, even though some bad things may happen in life. You live in a good lifestyle, even though some people may not want to stay in your life, right? Just because you start saying, because some of the habits that you start doing, wow, some of the habits you start doing, some people going to leave your life or you're going to leave their life because some people love their life. They love their bad habits. And the only way that you can stay in relationship with these people is you keep loving the same bad habits they love. And the moment you start saying, I don't want to do those bad habits, you know, now obviously people going to talk about you now. So just get ready. You think you better. So who you think you are? I remember last time, last week, you were doing the same thing, right? They're going to now, again, this is not doing good habits. It's not for you to try to make yourself and dog other people out, right? It's the fact that I want to live a good lifestyle and you can't hang around with people doing bad habits thinking you're going to do good habits. Y'all not going to stay together. I know y'all is not supposed to be right, but hey, my world is cool. So y'all not going to stay together. Y'all not going to be able to hang out in the same places because you all not doing the same habits. So the reality is you may lose some friends by doing some better habits. Again, it doesn't mean you better than them and you're going to get talked about by some people. Because you want to do some better habits. Some people are going to try to make you feel bad because you're doing some better habits. But here's the thing. You got to live with yourself every day. You wake up with you and you go to bed with you every day. You walk around the block with you. You jump in the car with you. You get in the shower with you every day. And you got to live with yourself every day. And you have to ask yourself, is living a good lifestyle more important to me than being accepted by them? And until that happens, then you will know that you will live a good life. But if you don't get to that point, you're going to 
try to hang out with them so you can do the bad habits, even though deep down inside you want to live a good lifestyle. And you, what, what end up happening is that you start feeling that you live in this contradictory type of life. You start feeling that you live in this hypocritical type of life. Not because you're a hypocrite, but because you're trying to live a good life and a bad life, trying to do good habits and bad habits at the same time. And it's just not going to work. Either you're going to live a good lifestyle and you're going to do this by choice, or you're going to live a bad lifestyle and you're going to do it by choice. And keep this in mind. There are some people waiting on you that's already doing the good habits. They're waiting on you. They don't know you yet. You don't know them yet. But when you start doing the good habits, you end up connecting with other people that do the good habits too. And the same thing happened with bad habits. It's like when you start exercising, you say, man, I need a partner to exercise with. I don't want to go out there and to the gym or walk around the park by myself. And you get out there and start walking every Monday and Tuesday, and you, you see the same people out there every Monday and Tuesday. Within a couple of months, you know what? These are your walking buddies, right? The next thing you know, for five years, ten years, y'all been the bestest of friends, right? Because <laughs> y'all, what did y'all meet? What did you meet? Oh, we met at the park. You know, I was walking around the park trying to lose five pounds, and they were too. And now, five, ten years later, now you all drinking smoothies and all these other things because you're passing on these good habits to one another all the time. Trust me, I know that some people don't want to leave their, their friends and their families. I understand that because there's some bad habits I was doing, and, and I knew my friends' family wasn't going to do those bad, those, those good habits that I wanted to do, right? But you're going to still be able to remain in relationships with them. It's just going to be different. So let's do a recap because my time is about winding down. So let's do a recap. The law of enforcement could be the law of reinforcement. <clears throat> Again, we're putting a mandate on ourselves, and that's strengthening behavior. The stronger I get in one life, the weaker I'm going to get in another. Meaning the stronger I get at doing one type of habit, the weaker I'm going to get at another habit. If I feed the habit, it gets stronger. Feeding the habit is doing the habit. If I don't feed the habit, that means I'm starving the habit, meaning I'm not doing the habit. So the habits that I starve, or I want to starve to death, are bad habits. I don't want to starve good habits to death because if I do, I can't live in a good lifestyle and I'm going to live in a bad life, lifestyle all the time. It's what I said on the, the first two lessons. Uh, sessions. Every day you're doing something in your life to make a good life better or greater, or you're doing something in your life to make a bad life worse. You need to determine what habits I'm going to do, what route I'm going to be on, what routine I'm going to have, so I can strengthen the habits that I'm going to have in my life so I can live a good lifestyle more than I live a bad lifestyle. So that's the recap on today's show. Uh, I do appreciate you taking the time to look at it and listen to it. I hope you go over it many times, share with other people. Obviously, you can purchase the book, you can get in touch with me. Uh, at uh, fullofpurposemedia at gmail.com. And you can discuss the book. If you want me to talk in one of your groups, we can do that too. Um, uh, see me on Wednesdays, because I have a, a Wednesday show here on intellectualradio.com uh, called Great Business Skills. So if you're in business or entrepreneur, you might want to come to that show and learn some different things there as well. Keep in mind that great people like yourself have been born great. However, you must continue to work on yourself so you can be greater. Thanks again. I'll see you next time.